0: FM to get started. Peace! Hello and welcome to
1: Anatomy <laughs> of Marriage. I'm your host, Melanie
0: Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is a topic that probably most people can relate to, and the title is...
1: Midlife crisis or midlife yes. glow up? Seth refuses to say it.
0: <laughs> I say it's midlife awesomeness. So okay, let's go with that. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's up? Today's show is brought to you by getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage. Go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage to deal with some mental health stuff that you may have been putting off. You got anxiety, you got depression. We're going to talk about that a little bit today in the show. But when you go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage, you will get hooked up with a licensed professional counselor just like me. Fully HIPAA compliant, confidential. That means your stuff is secure. Nobody's going to go running and tell your information. Go to GetFaithful.com forward slash Anatomy Marriage to get some stuff off your chest to deal with anxiety, coping, adjustment, depression. I'm going to
1: go there for how long this ad spot is.
0: Well, not when you're cashing the checks. So go to GetFaithful.com forward slash Anatomy Marriage. Later.
1: Okay. All, All right, back.
0: diving in. So Melanie had a great topic, and we get this a lot from our listeners and also have experienced it to a degree ourselves, so this is going to be fun, so dive right in. We yes. got six points.
1: So uh, this is actually from Brides.com, which I Ooh. thought was funny. All I looked right. up... The term midlife crisis and uh, how it pertains to marriage. And it says, which maybe you didn't know this, it says a midlife crisis is an emotionally uncomfortable period that people go through between the ages of 35 and 65. Mm. It's like 100 years, people. So so if it's a midlife
0: crisis and you're 65, then you're going to live to be 130?
1: (laughs) For many, (laughs) the crisis presents itself as a period of existential self-evaluation as one finds themselves at the crossroads between youth and old age. Like constantly questioning mm. their life choices or behaviors, uh, blah blah blah. So I wanted to go into the the six points of what a midlife crisis is, and then reframe them as a midlife glow up. I mm. like that vibe way or midlife better. Midlife
0: awesomeness, right? And no, not awesome. like I said, we get a lot of questions and thoughts and interaction about this stuff because it's like this. What I get, what I go, I say, oftentimes. So things that work. They work in the moment, they do right for a moment, but then the impact of whatever that thing is starts to fade and we find ourselves five years later, ten years later, like, oh, right. what's what's going on here? That thing that we love to do together that I enjoyed personally is not doing it for me. So it takes, a uh, the, to some degree, a paradigm shift mm-hmm. and just a mindset change around this. And we found that clients and people, listeners, us included, if we have a growth mindset, then this isn't as big of a deal than it needs to be, right? right. Yeah, I love that. I so think, think about that. Yeah. fixed mindset, pff, you know, right. or growth mindset. Okay, let's take this. Let's this isn't happening to me; mm-hmm. it's happening for me. Right. Let's see how we can grow well, and be a yeah. butterfly.
1: And I have a funny example of this. Like my dad would say that you were going through a midlife crisis, like when we were trying to change mm-hmm. how we wanted to do stuff. So, like, listen, just to that. Like, we wanted to. Literally say like instead of living the same way we've always lived, mm-hmm. and we wanted to chase our actual dreams. Mm-hmm. My own father was like, "Midlife crisis. I've seen this a billion times." And I was like, well, "I didn't go buy a red okay. sports car." Like, well, and I thought it was such a weird thing. A I'm like, "This is not a helpful response. Right. Like nothing you can do. Do the do, do. Midlife crisis. It's like the
0: thing. The thing I always say. I'm sick of the bullcrap, Mel.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's how when it's I that. want.
0: That's when I want things to change. So that, right. I, I would like to talk about our experience." In that a little bit, maybe before, or after, or interspersed, you go. Through well, let's the six just points. go through
1: the six points. So, number one, uh, sign of a midlife crisis is feeling a need for adventure and change. Mm. So that's I'm sick of the bullcrap, <laughs> sick, <laughs> of, boring, sick of the boring same stuff. Sick of the bullcrap. Seth actually does say that
0: scrambled eggs again. Ah, I'm sick of the bullcrap. <laughs> right.
1: But uh, so feeling a need for adventure and mm. change. Tell okay. me what your thoughts are in that and how how we've experienced that. Right. I'm 37. I'll be 38 by the time this airs. My birthday wap, wap. is like in this is two, two days. days from now. Um, so there's
0: two ways that you can look at this. One, through the mainstream media, pop culture. Oh my gosh, this thing isn't serving me. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy. I'm not content. I'm all of these things I don't want to feel. It must be you. Boom, I'm out of here. Blah, blah, blah. Right? Right. So that's an idiot life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was pretty funny. Right?
0: I just made that up. That's a thing. That's a that's like like i've I've drank the kool-aid kind of thing oh no wonder this doesn't work it doesn't work for anybody it's meant to be short-term stuff or there is a hold up i've done pretty well so far Mm -hmm. i want to change some things Mm -hmm. if we're not growing we're dying as tony robbins says and if we're not changing then we're stagnant right like a fresh river water what does it do always it's Have salmon moving. in it? <laughs> it has salmon in it, but it's moving. It's fresh. It's malleable. It's different. It goes in high places. It goes in low places, right? A gross dookie pond, just, ugh, it grows algae. It starts stinking. There's not a whole lot of life in there other than like amoeba. Stagnant
1: ponds are really gross.
0: Amoeba and like Frog eggs. Frog eggs, right? And that's fine. But I don't want to go swimming in that. I'd rather go swimming in the water in a moving in a river. river water, right? So Think about it this way. Don't take what the pop culture says. Oh, get a sports car, do this. I don't know. Quit your job. Like, um, I don't want to be a mom anymore. This sucks. And then get mad at your husband and go, you made me do this. Like, no, they didn't. We thought this would be working. Right. So it's We both
1: liked this idea 13 years ago. Right. And
0: now, (laughs) oh, now it doesn't work, right? So be willing to change your paradigm around that and be willing to dive in. And it is hard. It's not easy to go, oh again, the same thing mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, so. Well,
1: and I want to just reframe it again. And number one, it just says feeling a need for adventure and change. Now, right. literally, let's just put side by side the stupid, what did you call it? A stupid life An crisis. Idiot, life, idiot crisis. life crisis. If we take the culture's version of that, you go, oh, well, he just wants some change. He just wants adventure. Right. Life crisis. It would be my dad, right? I oh.
0: always want adventure.
1: Right. Or we go, he wants adventure. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and he'd like to change.
0: <laughs> my mom does that kind of thing when i know vacation. i love it when
1: you do that and like it's so
0: freaking funny your
1: mom really is funny but don't do
0: it again. i'm not i promise i so, won't
1: uh but anyway if you just change even the energy behind how you say you think it, i'm gonna
0: do it again don't you, you
1: are gonna do no it
0: not again. i said i wouldn't
1: if you just change the energy behind how you say it like mm-hmm. a change does not mean a new spouse. Right. A change doesn't mean sell everything and live in a RV like Joe Head. A change doesn't mean those things. It can literally mean I want to be vegan. I want to start eating an Atkins diet. I want to start I don't I know. I want to do seventy five hard.
0: I don't want to go to the beach with your family anymore. <laughs> what? And you probably, well, it's not the families. It's right, just the no, same. It's just boring. We've it's done just the, the same thing. Literally like,
1: done the same vacation for 17 years. Oh my god! Next time,
0: I want to go to Tulum or Greece. With our listeners. Or both. Greece and Tulum? Time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that does not mean, <laughs> oh, what's wrong? Seth doesn't like the right. family. We're not good enough. No, if you make it about you, right. you can think that.
1: Change is not the worst thing on the planet. So let's reframe that. Let's do this, people. Right? So I like that. Okay. Number two is exhibiting signs of depression. Mm. Right? So it says sad, sadness, hopelessness, mm-hmm. helplessness, pessimism, loss of interest in once enjoyable activities, a right. lack of energy, an inability to focus or make decisions, mm-hmm. unusual sleep patterns, Unusual appetite and/or noticeable weight loss or gain.
0: Right. So raise those your are hand all, if you've been there. <laughs> right. So those are all actual DSM criteria for a diagnosis of depression: mild, uh, recurrent, acute, severe, whatever. However, I would say that I'm kind of annoyed now because who knows Ooh. what popculturebrides.com is, whatever. But they're taking like the lowest hanging fruit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, so people need if, that. If so. we look at this. Holistically, it's like yeah. If you're feeling the need for change and you're feeling disconnected from your own body and your spouse and the work you do and the kids, of, of course, course you're gonna, gonna be feel depressed, that way. yeah. Right? Yeah. And there are times. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so real. So I was on my walk slash run this morning, which crushed another run. Felt good about myself. Three k every day. <laughs> uh Actually, it is. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I said it. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> Man. This is so, and I'm just gonna get real. So like highs and lows, not like bipolar or anything like that. But it's like I can be on my run, kill a run, and go. What does it even matter? <laughs> yeah, I'm fully aware of it. You know that what I'm saying? But you
1: can do that too. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Not you, like
0: you. In fact, you said that you had cards when you say everything sucks. I hate everything. Yeah, you I go, talk myself out of it. Cards, I don't talk right? to you about it. So I process in that way. But what I'm saying is Of course, these things are normal. Right now, if you're exhibiting symptoms of those more days than not, then that is cause for, you know, maybe you need uh, um, uh, therapy for sure, Mm -hmm. medication, whatnot. Go talk to somebody. And the the, the regimen of therapy, medication, and exercise is the trifecta, which has the highest efficacy rates. That means basically it works in your life. Right. So think about that. I did want to do the caveat of like, yeah, I can even, right. uh, even us, right. And even us is not a thing. It's just us. <laughs> we're normal people. Like I can go on a run for
1: normal people. Feel, well, definitely
0: not normal. <laughs> feel awesome. And then get done with it. Like listen to an audiobook and go,
1: <laughs> you walk in the house and see like kids eating Whatever. French toast and crumbs everywhere. And like, yeah, the dog pee. And, and I'm go, just like thinking oh, about
0: the overwhelm my of life the day is the worst. kind of thing. Yeah. Right? So it's real. He doesn't really do but, that, but he kind of um, does. All right. Number, number two, uh, let's go to number three. Well,
1: so let's say, number two, exhibiting signs of depression. Mm-hmm. If that's how you're feeling, let's not go, oh, see, midlife crisis, right? Let's not do that. And the let's number say, one
0: thing I, uh, not to do let's, is go, oh, you, it's you again. It's you're the worst. You're the, the worst. You you're, made you're the suck. reason I'm depressed. You're the reason I don't like chopping wood anymore. What? No, that's not true. Right.
1: And I guess in that case... If you have signs of depression that you think might be caused by a midlife crisis, let's midlife glow it up, right? Change that frame, reframe that son of a gun, and say this just means I need to be inspired in spirit. Ooh. The foundation of the word inspired means in spirit. Mm-hmm. So start doing things that inspire you that stop depressing you. Right? If you watch a thousand, if you watch Lost every night. For six months, <laughs> like we were doing, uh, you'll start to feel depressed, right? Actually, don't. You won't feel depressed. You'll love it. But uh, if you are doing things that cause you to feel more sad, like mm-hmm. drinking too much alcohol, only watching scary news or shows or whatever the thing is, change it.
0: Not exercising.
1: Right. Glow Sleeping up. In. Like, start doing something that makes you proud of yourself. Grow up and glow up. That's right. That's right. Okay. My thing is making the thing buzzes. Okay. Number three. Number three. Questioning long-held beliefs. mm this even just says, abruptly, abruptly quitting their job or investing in a new life path is a red flag. Brides.com, mm. chill out. So again, brides.com. So, again,
0: brides.com, so th- this is almost like Hashtag a brides.com. limiting, like fixed mindset. You're, go- you're going through a crisis if you feel depressed, if you want adventure, and then if you're <laughs> questioning long-held beliefs.
1: Right. Don't self-actualize. Actu- actualize. Don't self-actualize. So a, Stay small.
0: A big thing in our circle of friends, like we we were very, very involved in the church, right? Did music there for 10 years and all this stuff. And the church exploded and stopped. Metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically but speaking. physically it stopped. Right? And people are going to say, oh, it's not the church. It's, you know, whatever. Yes, I get that, please. However, the community and all the stuff that we had around that was like, Whoa, this is a big thing. Right. And like we both decided, hmm, wow, okay, let me question some stuff. Question long-held beliefs, Mm -hmm. right? We weren't questioning about like, you know, being in a monogamous marriage or, you know, should I even had kids or I don't need to be a dad or, you know. (laughs) What does a
1: dad even mean? Right.
0: But it's okay. Like if you believe and are the same person that you were one year ago, then something's up. Even just one year ago. And especially if, you're the, the, if you believe and you're the same exact person you were five, 10, 15 years ago, then that might be a sign that you're not growing. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got some head shaking over there. What's I'm not up sure with I that?
1: understand what you're saying. I get, I mean, mm. it'll make sense to somebody. I don't need to have it make sense to me.
0: Okay. So, but again, you know, brides.com. <laughs> we're going to hashtag a little bit. Hashtag uh, brides.com. Uh, yeah. If, if I'm just um, questioning everything and going, why do you even get married right. to you? Why did well, we, right. I even move to Seattle from South Carolina? Wisconsin. What is this? You know, right. and then like drastically, don't consult anybody, don't talk to anybody, right. don't even think about it, and just go boom! Sorry. I'm out of here. Then yeah, okay, you're you could go way slower and lessen right. the impact well, and of what I've, you possibly have. I think
1: again, if we reframe that, so questioning long held beliefs mm-hmm. and like changing something like your job, mm-hmm. you can do that in a really really life giving way. There is a wonderful way to question long-held beliefs and go, wait, what do I actually believe? Because this is a time of life when our children, if you have kids, they start being old enough to make you have to actually think about how you parent them. <laughs> That's really, I think, why this phase You can't happened. just
0: say because I said so anymore? Yeah,
1: you can't because kids begin to be smarter than that sentence. Mm-hmm. And so then you have to go, wait, why do I believe that? Or do I even believe this thing that I've done for 15 years with our kids and now I've got to figure out how to make sense of this, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, questioning long-held beliefs is... Again, it can be a super life-giving thing because we found that uh, some couple, like even our clients and then even us, we have beliefs that we didn't question that we were both acting out of, like acting out these beliefs that we didn't even believe in, Mm -hmm. but we didn't question them because we were afraid to. And once we did, we're like, oh, that's like a huge weight off my shoulders. Now I'm not worried because there was no clarity around it. It was like a bunch of murky fog Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what to think or do. But now we've questioned that. Now we know where we stand and no one exploded. The heavens didn't crash into right. satanic realms. Because We're the fine. way
0: the way that we crashed questioned those things, there weren't basically anything to like have red flags thrown up. I right. didn't come home and go I'm done. I'm done. I mean, it took me I think when I really, really, really started seriously thinking about leaving my job and doing AOM full time, it took like two years. Right for it like was a that seed to be planted of yeah. like what is this? What do I really want? Mm-hmm. How does how's this set up? How's this set up and this set up? So that took two years, right? That's not a red flag midlife crisis. Right. That's a, but a my, whole paradigm again, shift kind of thing. My
1: dad was even saying, well, he'll be back. He just can't. He's this, you know, right. like.
0: And part of that might be true in 10 years from now, but like, you know what? Might I'm going go to, to go Indian back to country do that. and do all kinds of stuff. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I like that. So let's reframe that questioning long held beliefs into the midlife blow blow up (laughs) glow up is just that's good you can do that really really well Mm -hmm. and to do it um, in a way that's life-giving number four is expressing anger and blame says Mm -hmm. in lashing out about their changing feelings a partner going through a midlife crisis may try to pin the problem on you
0: Mm, that's what i was saying earlier i'm upset i'm not content i'm angry i feel like it's your balls it's your fault
1: (laughs) i feel like balls
0: right it's your fault right uh i would challenge everyone Mm-hmm. midlife glow or crisis or idiot life crisis or not, just challenge that thought. If you have, and it's okay to express anger and these things, uh, but if it comes out in just burst, which historically, that's what I do because I'm like, okay, keep the peace, blah, blah, And then be like, yeah, you know, kind of thing. That's not you illustrated that a of, a, of a midlife crisis. That's, well, yeah, that, it's not a cop-out because it is what it is, but it's something to be worked on. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. I have thoughts, but that's Right? What are your thoughts? I this blame is, you. Uh, the show.
1: <laughs> no, we don't need to talk about it. Right? I don't want to get You blame me?
0: Well, you're going to be 38 soon, so maybe you're <laughs> experiencing an idiot life crisis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think expressing anger and blame, uh, it makes me think of those movies, and I was trying to think of a good example. I hate them. They're like the worst movies ever when there's like two bad guys, and they start out having a bunch of fun, and then something goes terribly wrong in the middle, and they like hate each other, but they're still bad guys. Like a freaky... Uh. There's like no a zillion movies on. like Fargo, like okay. scary movies oh, that right. make me want to cry and yeah. my stomach hurt. Like
0: they're criminals yes. and they're like good time buddies, but then Then something S goes the south fan, and then they... And then somebody's in a wood chipper. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it makes me think of that, where it's like, y'all started this out like you're thick as thieves in the beginning. We got married. Yeah, we're going to change the world. Yeah, kids, five right. of them. Have them, I'll pop them out. Yeah. Right. Life is good. And then all of a sudden you're looking at your... I'm going to chop you in a wood chipper. I'm going to rip you to shreds. <laughs> I was actually in This is 40. Remember he said, you missed that part. Oh, I did? When they talked about how they would kill each other. Oh. She said she would poison him slowly and
0: he, he said he would put her in a wood chipper. Oh, no, I saw that part. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right? That's probably spit on you. Excuse me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but I think that that's important when you see and that that even can act as a awareness, like a, What's the word? Yeah, like you notice yourself blaming your partner and saying, "It's your fault. I'm in mm-hmm. this position. It's your fault. We don't this or that. It's your fault. It's your mm-hmm. that can be your uh, moment of clarity. You go, that's Wait. an opportunity, right? That's an opportunity for a glow up. Mm-hmm. So how do we how do we glow that up? Expressing anger and blame, we take ownership.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's the opposite of anger? Love, and then we express love.
0: <laughs> well, you can express anger, but do it constructively. Use the clearing structure. Keep right. It- I can be pissed at hell as you and express anger in the very best, most constructive, forward growth mindset right. thinking way. If I do it appropriately, like, okay, listen, you did this thing Well, I don't and think I just went to red line right. instantly. However, this is what I want to see next time and next time and next time, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not blaming you. I'm saying you legit maybe made a mistake, messed right. up, blah, blah, blah. So we can express the anger all we want. It's mm-hmm. how we express it, which will determine like the next hour the next week the next month of your marriage right because mm-hmm. if, if i'm just you know expressing anger all the time you do this you do this it's never constructive it's never helpful and if you think about it that doesn't do anything for me it doesn't like dissuade or process or tamp down any anger it just like adds fuel to the fire for right. two seconds oh you were stupid you know it makes me feel good but how does that in a circular uh, uh relationship that mm-hmm. doesn't help right? right so express anger use the clearing structure use i statements right and then don't blame like i would get yeah. anger and, and blame oh man you could you could blame all over the place but that's not taking ownership
1: right and i think it's i want to reframe that expressing anger part because i don't like that because uh i think you do that often and it's very dis good you like that word? Maybe, good. maybe. So I want to frustration. I, I want to fr- say it, not you.
0: I'm I don't want right to now. express
1: anger. I want to process angry feelings and mm-hmm. turn them into constructive thoughts, not express anger because you do that. I'm going to tell this story. I said this to our clients the other day. The other day, Seth expresses anger and told me, "No one needs you here." That was cool. That was a real story. Um, So don't express your anger because even that sentence, he didn't really mean and it wasn't nice or helpful. I I
0: want you here. Mm -hmm. I'm
1: superior. I can handle this. So that's fine. So instead of expressing your anger, I would Mm -hmm. say process what you think is causing your anger and think about it more deeply. Uh, Because sometimes we think, oh, well, you did this to me when really it's like, no, I was a partner in this. And now we want to put each other into wood chipper's. Maybe let's solve our problem in a new way. So instead of expressing anger and expressing anger and blaming, start taking ownership of the part you play in that and then leading with love. Like the opposite of expressing anger is lead with love and show a vision. Cast mm-hmm. a vision for what you want. Mm. Bitches. Um, let's see. What?
0: Number Sorry, five. Don't buy a wood chipper. Invest in the clearing structure.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And you can get the clearing structure PDF mm-hmm. on like on our Instagram. It's on our website. You can get the link to it. It's free. So it's
0: download. You can what get else? it on our
1: Instagram on the link.
0: What else can they go if they were perusing around Eventbrite.com? Uh,
1: this is after our thing, so don't worry about that. I love you. If you, okay. if this airs after the Back to Basics Bootcamp, it was amazing. If it airs before, go get your tickets. <laughs> That's
0: <laughs> um, a great ad, yes. ad read. Okay. Uh,
1: number five, waffling on decisions. Indecision can take two forms. The first is a paralysis, which can lead to frustration for both the person experiencing and the people around them. They cannot commit, blah, blah, blah. The other type mm. is... Indecision of manifests as flip-flopping mm-hmm. on important life decisions. Mm. So, so this indecision. one is good.
0: Uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, who we've had on the show before, talks about uh, there's this rule, I think it's like like the 80-100 rule, that oftentimes it is easier to commit 100% to something than 80% to something because that 20% will leave you waffling, mm. will leave you in the indecision. Like, should I do it? Like, if you've ever jumped off a cliff into a lake yeah. or a river or something like that, it's first of all, it's awesome. Uh, and highly, I love it. it. Comes highly recommended, highly recommended. But the anticipation of, like, <gasps> Ooh. right? And I was watching, so I built a, a bike ramp for our boys and, and Hattie too, uh, over the weekend. And we were like, you know, full send in the air and stuff. And there were times when Mariner and Tuff were like, would run up to it fast as they can on their bikes and then stop, right? But... That is much more difficult, and it, it actually can be more, more dangerous. Because I've crashed a million times that right. way. Like go, go, go! Put on the brakes at the last second. Oh shit! It's Fall too off late. The front of the- then you're like <laughs> doing an endo, and you you know end up with your teeth knocked out or something. But the idea, the process of full sending 100 percent rather than 80 percent is actually easier, and actually will get you the results. Now, if you do find yourself in the middle of a midlife crisis, I'm not saying full send on that sports car. Full send right. on that trip that's going to, you know, leave your partner or anything like that. But just the, if if it is well thought out, well communicated with your spouse, you're like, hey, let's go full send on this. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if I like, you know, during the time when I left my job, I was like, uh, should I? Right. But I'm still on the schedule right. at work. I haven't quit completely. Right. So I'll say like
1: a reframe on that, waffling on decisions. Mm-hmm. If we are looking at it as a midlife glow up, we say, I make good decisions that are solid, right? Some affirmations like you there. just say, I'm making I'm making a good choice. And so we talk about this too, where um, sometimes there are decisions where we think, oh, should I, should I not? Do I, do I not? Blah, blah, blah. And it, at the end do, of the day, don't. it is literally just a decision.
0: What's the Master Ugwe quote? Do, don't.
1: I don't know. It's, it's great though. Uh, but think of it like that it's just a decision so make it confidently and if it changes that's okay too like that's fine
0: doing nothing is also a decision
1: yeah that's true so number six is straying from the marriage Mm. Mm, brides.com you'd be freaking people out uh but that is important to talk about because this is often what people feel well if this person wasn't in my life i would feel so great you know,
0: right? And, and so,
1: midlife crisis vibes. People want to.
0: So, I I like thinking of it in this way, and we get tons of questions of men and women who have stepped out, either fully physically or you know online or stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I think I totally lost my train of thought.
1: Stepped out online.
0: Stepped out. Um, and oh, put it in this idea: is your wife, is your spouse, is your longtime partner? in the asset category or the liability category, right? Oftentimes, if we're feeling stuff ourselves, like in the context of a midlife crisis, we're feeling all these feelings of like, I don't know, I don't know, you know, waffling on this and I'm depressed and I can't adjust to this and I don't even know. Then we look at our partner and go, oh, that maybe that's the reason, right? right? But if we can slow down and not make those decisions in the moment when we're like up at level 18, go, wait a minute, is she or he... An asset. Mm-hmm. We have kids. We've built a property together. We have right. we have security. Well, right?
1: imagine it like this. Like if you got sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to. So imagine that you get separated. That's not so an asset. so actually visualize this. Here's the a really helpful thing to visualize. I I did this before, like in real life. And I remember thinking Uh-oh, like I just news? don't want to no. know. Like I don't want to be married to Seth, blah, blah blah. This was years ago when we went through like everything terrible. I gave you black eye that right. time.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, And
1: I literally visualized what my life would be without him. Two tiny babies. Uh, How am I going to... Where am I going to live? Do this on my own. And I remember thinking, like, it's just going to suck. There's Mm. no way that that life is going to be better Mm. than how it is right now. So imagine you divorce your spouse. You've got three kids. They're now teenagers or they're in college or they're whatever. You're going to rip apart Christmas. You're going to rip apart every holiday. You're going to screw up birthdays. Now are sometimes do people need divorces? Yes. And there's thumbs up to divorces if they're needed, Mm -hmm. but not if you're in a midlife crisis vibe. And really all you need to do is change how you look at what you have. So change the (laughs) way you look at things and the things you look at change. Let me say it again. Wayne Dyer, hashtag Wayne Dyer. Dyer. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm. So separating from your spouse, you're still going to be a depressed Right. Uh, waffling douchebags. That's kidding. not
0: going to solve your problems. Right. In some cases, it will. Right. We're not saying that yeah, it's an yeah, yeah. end-all, be-all kind of thing. But if if your partner, if your wife, your husband is more in the asset category and you're just pissed and hurt, which right. I want to you know, obviously honor that too, um, but working hard to figure these things out probably would go a very long way right. in your marriage and add to the asset category and not just like... Oh well, right. Problems follow you, ladies. Problems that's right. follow you, dudes. Mm-hmm. So, so
1: we want to encourage you. If you're feeling midlife crisis vibes, switch mm. it up to midlife glow up. You can do these that's things. Right. All of these step steps are like normal to everyone's human life. But let's not frame it in a way that's negative, that's victim. So again, mm-hmm. you can't be uh powerful and pitiful at the same time. You can that's only right. choose one. That's so right. choose powerful, right?
0: Okay, well, you guys. We help couples through this. We go through it ourselves, and we help others through this. So if you're interested in getting on a, con- a a discovery call with Melanie and I, you want to talk about coaching, it's worth the investment. So email us at coaching at We'll jump on a text thread. We'll talk to you. We'll do a Zoom yep. call or visit to our talk website. about these things, you guys, because they are so important, and the steps you take now – and literally determine the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, 30 of your marriage, you guys. Invest in wisdom does now, which you're going to be thankful for later. Coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. Right.
1: We love you guys. Have a wonderful day and have a fun glow up.
0: Audios. Bye-bye.